welcome to New Life AG podcast. As you all know, we are in the midst of the Excel series. We've been having special guests among us who have excelled in the areas that God has placed them in. And today, we have Kishore with us. Thank you so much for agreeing to be here. Kishore is the managing director of Energy Tech Global and uh, with loads of experience and I'm looking forward to uh, spending this next few minutes with you. Your story is amazing. You started off as a lecturer and then moved on to be an IT professional and now you're the managing director. So give us a little bit a glimpse into your story and also tell us how that switch happened. Suraj, it's uh, such an honor. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to share my story. I was born in a rural village in coastal Andhra Pradesh. Um, for a family of farming background mm -hmm. and um, the life was very difficult for my parents in 1970s, 1980s. They had to work very hard to make both ends meet and to sponsor the education of myself and my brother. And during school days, um, I had to deal with uh, self-doubt, ridicule, right? And I could not express my feelings properly. I lacked self-confidence. Neither my school teachers nor my uh, classmates uh, thought I would amount to anything. But somewhere uh, inside my belly, I always had that fire to make things bigger and better and make a difference in the lives of the people in my, you know, network. Uh, I, in fact, uh, studied in government uh, schools. Uh, all my education was in uh, government primary wow. schools. And I learned English alphabets when I was doing my fifth standard. You know, in villages, you'll have single teacher taking yeah. care of seven, eight yeah, different I sections. Imagine, yeah. um, and uh, uh, when I actually did my bachelor's in uh, electronics and after doing my bachelor's in electronics, uh, I appeared for university examination. I got an admission in uh, university college, Nagarjuna University. And then I did my first master's in physics uh, mm -hmm. and I secured the gold medal in the university. Wow. Um, and then I went ahead and I appeared for gate examinations. And then I got again admission in university college, SV University, Tirupati to do my MTech in energy systems. Uh, and again, uh, to God be the glory, I again secured gold medal in my MTech as well. But you might wonder, like, um, I've studied electronics, studied physics, studied energy systems, which is an interdisciplinary of electronic and electronics. And now here I am doing, you know, software programming and uh, running an IT yeah, company. Yeah. So what actually happened was, while I was doing my uh, bachelor's degree at that time, Ministry of Human Resource and Human Resource and Development, in order to promote the computer science in rural India, they used to give stipend for meritorious students to go and do diploma in computer application. So while I was doing my bachelor's in computer uh, bachelor's degree, I did my diploma in computer applications. Okay. While I was doing my first master's in physics, I was only doing it because university will give you free food, accommodation, hostel. You can be there. You don't need, you don't need to be a burden to your yeah, parents, yeah. and then you can pursue your passion. So I did my postgraduate diploma in computer applications, and then. Um, when I went to Tirupati to do my MTech project work to earn some money, I started working as a Java instructor in one of the computer institute there. Uh -huh. And then I went to Bangalore to do my MTech project work and then I continued to do the same thing. And um, it was year 2001 and you might have heard about Y2K boom. Y2K yeah. boom was over and uh, there are not many new openings in IT industry and there are a lot of recession as well. And I tried for three months, six months, I could not get a job. And having done two master's degrees, I no longer wanted to be a burden to my parents. So I thought to myself, if all that I'm doing is, you know, teaching Java in some computer institute, why don't I try and, you know, be a lecturer in an engineering college who can afford to pay a city scale to me. And that's how my journey has started as a lecturer. 
and then I got and I worked for one year in Bangalore Engineering College. I got married to Prashant, who happens to be from Sainikpuri in Hyderabad. Mm. Then I decided that okay, let me come to Hyderabad. You know, if I'm doing teaching here, I can I might as well do the same thing here. When I came here, I joined in Sri Chaitanya Educational Institutions because they can afford to pay huge amount, and uh, maybe they got. Uh, they thought maybe this good chap has got two master's degrees, got gold medals, so you can deliver it. Uh, but what they don't know is I never taught physics. I never, I'm not capable of teaching, you know, people who are aspiring to get admission in IIT or, you know, clear medical entrance test. So it was a real challenge for me. You know, I got the job very easily, yeah. but now I have to deliver it. Yeah, and I worked very hard and, you know, whatever I take in my life, I give my 200%. Three years, I used to work very hard throughout uh, I used to teach nine hours a day every day wow. and then night time I had to burn my midnight oil to prepare for the next day wow. and then meanwhile my wife she got a job in IT industry and then my passion was always to you know move towards IT industry and I look at my wife and the kind of work that she does and then here I am stuck and I don't have time to go and uh, appear for uh, because it's a six day week mm. and I used to start praying God you know God and at the same time, my vocal cords started giving some problems. So I realized that probably it's time for me to switch. I started fasting and praying God, you know, help me to, this is what I wanted to do all my life. And uh, I'm stuck here and uh, now I have a family. I cannot leave this job. So help me to get a job. And then um, I prayed for a month, two months. And then I started adding one more thing to my prayer. I started telling God, uh, why don't you you know, get me a job and then I will follow in waters of baptism. Mm -hmm. And you give me a job, I'll follow you. I'll trust you to the rest of my life. And then I started praying like that for another two more months. And then somewhere, and I, start, I got compelled in my mind. I felt like Holy Spirit started telling me, why don't you flip the order? Why don't you follow the Christ in waters of baptism yeah. and then see what he can do with your life? Maybe if you pull out the church archives of 2004, you would see me holding a mic standing in the middle of the you know baptism tub yeah. while pastor Stubbs and pastor walson giving me the baptism uh, i think they both were, have given baptism yeah. to me and then i was telling you know i'm trusting god with my life and now i'm following him in the waters of baptism and let me see what he can do with my life and now you see then immediately within three months god has opened an opportunity in the company where my wife is working because they were looking for someone who is who can teach who can also do a software wow. programming wow. who can go and teach to their clients yeah across the world and also do software programming. And that's how the doors have opened for me miraculously. And this company, Suraj, um, I worked there for 10 years. You might have heard about Intergraph in Begum Bait. It's yes, now yes. called Hexagon. Yeah. And I worked there for 10 years. I started as a software developer, became you know lead programmer, project lead, manager technical. And then by the time I left that company in 2015, I was working as senior manager technical. I was responsible for the strategic planning and delivery of uh, certain projects, geospatial projects there. And this company has given me opportunity to go around the globe. It sent me to different parts of the world to work and grow, you know, to serve their customer base. Mm -hmm. They gave me opportunity to go and live in Canada, live in Singapore, Germany, New Zealand, Australia, more than a year in UK. So, I was always uh, positioning myself with uh, smarter people than me. I was always in the company of uh, smart people than me. And then it opened up a lot of doors for me. Then I started, I was always in learning mode. Okay, what can I learn from Suraj? Now I'm working with mm -hmm. Suraj and I'm good at so-and-so thing. And then I made it as my diary routine. Mm -hmm. And to cut the long story short, 2015, um, during this period, during the last two years of the tenure, I worked with uh, a gentleman by name, Dr. Julian Cardoza. He was deputed to India. To, to build a team and to serve 40 plus offices that Intergraph has got across the globe. 
I was one of the three direct reportees to him. Okay. And then I worked with him for two years. He left uh, the company because he started something with his high school friends in New Zealand. He wanted to build a electricity retailing company in New Zealand. So he went back. Then one fine day morning, I got a call from him. He said, I'm coming to Hyderabad. Okay. In mid-2014, he said, I'm coming to Hyderabad. I want to meet you. He invited me to a dinner in Taj Krishna. Mm. At the most, I was thinking that probably I know he's up to something. He will ask me and my wife to relocate to uh, yeah. New Zealand and work for him. I never knew that he has got grand plans, you know, yeah. which, would, which would put me in fix. Uh, me and my wife uh, prayed, you know, basically he's asking me to join forces with him to set up an IT company here in Hyderabad, help yeah. him to build the software so that he can expand his business in different parts of the world. And we prayed for, you know, a month. And then finally, to cut the long story short, I said yes to him that day. And we decided my wife would stay back and give financial stability and security to my family yeah. while I move away and then experiment with my you know, career. And I trusted God. And see now, six and a half years down the line now, now I've got, we've got two offices here in Hyderabad, one in ECL, one in high tech city, mm -hmm. 170 people are working with me. Now I represent a group which is valued at 125 million, wow. which has got offices in uh, Auckland, New Zealand, Brisbane and Newcastle in Australia. And we've got plans to go to other countries. And this is how God, I asked God to convert me from lecturer to an IT professional. Now seek what God has done with my life and you know, all that I need to do is be loyal to him and do not you know, move away from the path that wow. God has shown you. That's, that's a phenomenal story, you know. Uh, and now you're also in HICIA. You're the managing committee, committee member. member there. And this is this reach is not just a few people. We're talking about Pan, Hyderabad and, you know, it's the reach is greater. And God places us in those places of influence for a purpose. Tell us a little bit about what HICIA does, maybe a short sure. uh, function about HICIA and also how important it is that God placed you there. Sure, Suraj. So HICIA stands for Hyderabad Software Enterprises Association. And if you look at the IT ecosystem of Hyderabad, 650,000 people are actually having direct employment in IT industry. I'm talking about 6.5 lakhs, wow. maybe two times more than that have got indirect employment. Mm -hmm. So HICI is a 30 plus year old industry body. It represents more than 90 percentage of Telangana IT and ITES industry, both in terms of headcount as well as revenue as well. Oh. And I can never imagine myself to be part of the managing committee yeah. member. You know, when you look at the past presidents or the managing committee members, heads of companies like TCS, Infosys, Tech Mahindra, yeah. Deloitte, State yeah. State. And even now, whenever I walk into that room by being a managing director, I, I look at each one of them with awe. And I, you know, I had lots to learn from them at the same time, offer my perspective to ICR. Basically, what ICR does, Suraj, so ICR acts like an ecosystem partner here and it, it acts as a bridge between the industry and the government, helps the government to come up with uh, industry-friendly policies. Mm -hmm. And it also fills the gap between uh, the education sector, the academia and the industry so that uh, the people, the students can be ready to do the work. And it also engages itself into some CSR activities which would benefit the community mm -hmm. and also creates a platform for all the member companies to you know mutually get benefited from each mm -hmm. other so i never i never imagined to be there and i never asked you know look at uh, look at what god has done and then he gave me this unique opportunity for me which i never uh, visualized for uh, myself and you would be surprised to know that maybe because i'm operating from the east hyderabad you know, I got this unique opportunity and I'm utilizing that opportunity not only to grow myself, to add value to myself and to, you know, I'm creating opportunities for a lot of other people through this initiative. Wow. Yeah. 
And God has placed you there strategically, I believe, you That's know, right. that you will be a blessing to many. The other place God has placed you in is in John Maxwell's team. Now, that's a very, very prized uh, position. How and how did that happen? I mean, give us a little bit into that as well. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's a that's a very interesting story. So as I told you about my journey, now I started this company six and a half years back, being the only employee and the managing director of the company. I never told anyone that I'm the managing director of the company. Now probably I can say now I'm reaching yeah. two hundred uh, people mark. Yeah. So then I start when I started recruiting people, and obviously when you want to build a world class organization and you know you are serving world class customers, so you need to have very smarter people. You know True. you need to have smarter, True. intelligent people than you. And when I started doing it, I realized within a year that all the skills that I learned, you know, during the lab, the prior 15 years in my career, they are not good enough to build a world-class team. Mm. You know, my leadership skills were not good. My relationships skills were not good. Then uh, uh, I also realized that I'm kind of becoming a cap on my team's ability, my organization ability. As you know, and you will agree, you know, you are running a business yourself. Mm -hmm. No organization would grow beyond the capability yeah, of the, the leader, leader, right? Yeah. You know, as a leader, if you are effect, if, you have, if your effectiveness score is say eight, your organization or your teams would probably reach seven. They would never go to nine, right? Sure. So then I was looking, I realized that it is important. I need to now improve my leadership skills. And I started looking for, uh, uh, you know, ways and means. And if something is important to you, you would find out uh, yeah, the way. Solution, and, yeah. You know, if it is not important, you will find an excuse otherwise you'll find the solution you're right so and I also believe when that student is ready the teacher would appear wow. and I'll tell you one day I came to the church you know we were in Millennium Gardens and the church is selling the Global Leadership Summit DVDs and I went and uh, you know I purchased uh, the DVD and I saw Andy Stanley, Craig Rochelle, Bishop Jakes, yeah. John Maxwell, Melinda Gates then while driving back home to you know I just put the CD in my car and DVD in my car and then John Maxwell popped up on the screen and he started telling leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. Okay. Everything rises and falls on leadership. Leadership is nothing to do with titles or positions. All right. Leadership is all about adding value to yourself, adding value to others. He blew my mind in a simple words and he's teaching me what is leadership and you know what uh, attracted me towards him? He said, because in my subconscious mind, up until that point, I was thinking that leadership is a talent, not a skill. Mm -hmm. Then he told me that day, it's not a talent, it's a learnable skill. You can learn, you can practice, you can master it. right? And he changed my world. Then I immediately started, I purchased some books, 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, 21 Irrefutable, irrefutable Laws of uh, Leadership, and then Developing Leader Within You 2.0. I read these three books and I started experimenting with all the people. Oh. And when I started experimenting with my teams, I saw... God, this works. This, this works. stuff really works. <laughs> and then I, I took him as my mentor and I self-declared myself that he is my mentor. Okay. And then I started following his podcast, his videos. He started reading his books. And then one final day I thought, you know, when this is making such a difference in my life, let me go to for, uh, you know, Florida mm. and be with him for some time, get mentored by him, get trained by him and get certified. That is how I became John Maxwell team member. Okay. Generally, when you look at John Maxwell team, it's a, um, a Maxwell certified team of coaches, speakers and trainers who are actually accelerating the growth of you know, individuals and organizations. But in my case, I, it was only, I don't want to be a speaker, I don't want to be a trainer or coach. It is to build my organization, to you know, help people, to add value to people. Yeah. And that's the story behind John Maxwell wow. team, brother. Yeah, we can see that you've learned a lot from uh, John uh, Maxwell. Maxwell and from your personal life and experience as well. And you put some of it in a book. And I love the title of your book. It's called Don't Coast. 
can you give us a little uh, about the book, a gist of what is inside yeah. that book? Yeah, uh, sure, Suresh. I wish I could have brought the book. Yeah, so what I did was I, um, uh, whatever I've learned within 20 years of my corporate experience, uh, you know, from my own life. And I told you that I was uniquely placed to work with a lot of global groups, mm -hmm. you know, global teams. So yeah. whatever I learned from others and I, I shared my insights in that book. So that book is simply about how one can accelerate their personal and professional growth. Wow. And uh, what I was trying to tell in that book is growth just doesn't, you know, growth doesn't just happen. Yeah. And you can't simply improve by coasting. Right. And uh, and that's what I was trying to tell. Uh, and uh, I actually gen the problem with uh, the the uh, current world is that people will have uphill aspirations. Mm. They'll have downhill habits. Mm -hmm. Right. And they wanted to they will lack that intentionality. They will lack that consistency. But this still will have those aspirations and you know having uphill aspirations would not help you mm -hmm. when you are having downhill habits yeah. so i was trying to you know tell them that uh, um, you either now pay now and play later or you play now pay later, pay later. Oh. no matter what life would expect you to pay yeah. the, the the question is whether you would pay in the front end or you would pay in the back end Very interesting. and the longer you wait to make that payment the more you have to pay and that's what I was trying to tell them. You know, once people think that once they come out of the colleges and they are done with their education, no, that's where the real education starts. No one would teach you how to do your personal development. You need to take charge of it. Yeah. So I, in that book, I explained four P's for personal growth, four P's for professional growth. Wow. I'm, I'm going to get a grab of uh, that book. Uh, now, you know, as I told you at the beginning and we told everybody, this is the Excel series. Right. And uh, we are talking about people who have excelled wherever God has placed them, and you have excelled for sure, your story says it. If there is a young aspirant who wants to excel, wherever they are at, what would your advice to them be? So I can think of, uh, you know, two um, suggestions, uh, looking back at my own life and how, you know, God has helped me to transform where I am today. I can give two suggestions. One is never underestimate the compounding effect of consistency. And the second one is, you should be far more worried about your current trajectory than your current results. Let me decode that for you a little bit. Yeah. So, if uh, you know you have uh, a tree in your backyard, and I have a tree in my backyard, you know it could be uh, the tree would differ from person to person. It could be overweight. It could be bad food habits. It could be binge watching television, addiction mm. to smoking, drinking, anything. pornography. You know, it could be anything, procrastination, jealousy. Mm. You know, take an axe. Every day morning, get up from your bed, go and swing the axe five times, cut the tree, keep put it down, go back to your routine. Then next day morning, get up from your bed, take the axe, come to your backyard, Another swing five. it five times. Only five times, not 15 times, not 50 times, just five times. If you are swinging it five times a day, every day, the tree is definitely going to fall down. There's yeah. no question about that. If it is a big tree, it might take a couple of years. Longer. If it is a small tree, a couple of months. But the tree is definitely going to fall down. So this is what, you know, this is where, you know, this is what I've experienced in my life. If you're consistently doing something on a daily basis, the, the problem is, uh, you know, we overestimate what we can do in one day, underestimate what we can do in several days. Wow. wow right? Wow. And we think it's all about uh, what happens in a day, but yeah. not daily. Right? You cannot change yourself until you change something that you do daily. So now the point that I'm trying to highlight is you need to be consistent. You need to be consistent and intentional and you need to keep doing 
certain things, you know, if you want to really improve yourself. For example, like, you know, you might be in a particular profession and I don't know what that craft is, but you really need to know on pace for average. You know, you have to be excellent in whatever you do. So maybe daily 15 minutes, 30 minutes. The power comes from doing it daily, 30 minutes, 15 minutes. And if you start doing it, and imagine if you start praying 10 minutes, 15 minutes every day, you know, how much mm. difference it would bring in mm. your life. Mm. Whether it is reading a book or writing a book or you know whatever it is, but do it consistently. And that's why I would say, never underestimate the compounding effect of consistency. Mm. And then I also read somewhere that uh, if you become 1% better every day, 1.01 percentage to the power of 365 is 37.38. And if you become one percent, you know, worse every day, 0 0.99 to the power of 365 is 0, 0, 0, 0 percent basically. Okay. Right. So now look at the power. That's why, you know, what we do is when we start something, we immediately look for results. No, you should not look for results. You should consistently keep doing keep it. Doing and that's it. why I say the second point, you should be far more worried about your current trajectory than your current results. Result. So these are the two things that helped me in my life, uh, Suraj. Mm, wow. We've learned so much from you and uh, I know you're going to bring another book out in the coming days. So looking forward to that book. And I believe that God is going to take you to places of influence and uh, we would love to have you come back and talk to us about leadership. We can talk about so many things. But today we are uh, sh short of time and we are done with today's podcast. Thank you for sharing all that you have shared. I believe that this podcast has been a blessing to you. If it has blessed you and if you loved what you've seen, please share it and please subscribe to this. If you're on YouTube, you can like it, you can share it. Uh, hope this has been a blessing and thank you so much for logging in today. God bless you.